We'd like to welcome everybody into God's house this morning. It sure is good to be here. Good to see each one that's here. We just appreciate every person that's come and every person that's watching on the live stream. We want to say welcome, especially to all our visitors that are with us this morning. And we have folks that are here that haven't been able to be with us for a while. It just blesses our heart. I want to say thank you for making the effort and with God's help that you've come to God's house this morning. It thrills me to see people come to God's house. And uh, there's so much need. And uh, boy, God's so good to us. I just thank him for his grace and mercy this morning. I have a verse of scripture I'd like to read from, uh, uh, turn to it here, from the book of John. And uh, in the 10th chapter of the book of John, and these are the words of Jesus, starting at verse 7. Then said Jesus unto them again, verily, verily, which means truly, truly, I say unto you, I am the door of the sheep. All that ever came before me are thieves and robbers, but the sheep did not hear them. I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. The thief cometh not but for to steal and kill and destroy. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. What a wonderful scripture that is. Let's all just stand for a moment of prayer. As we pray, precious Heavenly Father, we thank you for each one that's here this morning. God, for every person that's come. Uh, God, for those that are watching on the live stream. Thank you, God, as we said, for our visitors and for those that are back that haven't been here for a time. And God, we see some that have been sick and you've blessed them to get able to come back and they're here. God, we just praise your holy name for allowing us, each one, the opportunity to come to your house to worship. We ask you to bless this worship time this morning. Help us that we can just put the things of the world aside for a while, center our thoughts on heaven and feel the spirit of God, and that we might worship you in spirit and in truth. God, we praise you and we thank you and we ask you for these blessings in Jesus' name and amen. You may be seated. We turn over to the choir. Number 
appreciate getting to be here this morning. Appreciate the Sunday school we had, and uh, appreciate the choir. So uh, this time, we'll ask everybody seated to stand. We wonder at this time if anybody would have an unspoken prayer request on their heart. I'm not sure I remember all those. Anybody with a, a spoken prayer request? Pray for conviction. Anyone else? Remember Tina and Vince. Anyone else? I saw a story somebody posted on Facebook, and they were saying that uh, they had some friends that were missions over there, and they said that when uh, Kabul or the capital had been taken over, that they were trying to talk to him the best they could, and they, they got to talk to him. And uh, they knew it's, it's likely that things may not be good for him, but they said, we're going to be okay. Everything's going to be fine. And they, they, they had said that they had, had faith in the Lord, and they were going to be just fine. I, I, I thought that was amazing, and the circumstances they're in, that they had confidence in what the Lord was going to do for them. And uh, so just, yeah, remember those and remember our country. Anyone else? We're worried about that hurricane to come up through there. How will affect that community. So we have some church to remember those folks that are there. Yeah, remember that. Our folks that's out sick this morning, let's really, really pray for them. Remember that. this morning. Remember that? Remember that?
for, but let's really pray for this service. Pray for innovation. So, Mike, will you lead us in prayer? Who's got a, a song or a testimony on their heart this morning? Let's pray for Barry. talked about thorns in our flesh and I'm not going to pretend to know exactly what all that entails but um, I love playing for the kids and sometimes when somebody else sings with me I don't mind playing for some reason but I've got a shortcoming when I'm just playing for myself on the guitar I hate it it makes me really nervous but I feel like I need to sing this um, and I feel like I need to play it I was down in the basement messing with the audio and video stuff that I do for the kids and I just had I had this red book out and uh, I, we probably sing this maybe a lot but at the time I couldn't remember but I'll do my best on it from shame opened up my eyes and brought salvation now I'm his 
praise his holy name. I got to say something. I had people say, what do you, you know, salvation. I had somebody say one time, what is it? We can say the peace, and I try to think of an answer. What's so good about it when you get saved? When you get, when you get Jesus, what's so good about it? My answer back to that now to people is, you get Jesus. Jesus is the peace. He's the way. He's the truth. Now I know he is mine, and I am his forever. He is leading me along life's way. He'll be holding to my hand when I'm crossing death's river. He will take the sting of death away. Tis so sweet to know I have Jesus with me. He will keep me from sin and from strife. He delivered me from condemnation. Now I have eternal crossing death's river he will take the sting of death away appreciate that song appreciate Barry anyone else with a song or a testimony this morning Very much that scripture about the thorn in the flesh, where Paul had a thorn in his flesh. And I love that scripture, and Paul asked God to remove it from him. And God's reply was, my grace is sufficient for thee. And I thank God for his grace on my life. So, anyone else with a song or testament this morning? Let's pray for Sean. Somebody made a prayer request for Tina. I think it was Cindy made a prayer request for Tina and Vince. And uh, she told me one time that this was one of her favorite songs. So I'm going to try to sing it for her. I hope she's watching. <clears throat> A loved one knew he'd reached the end of life's journey. But he'd been holding to God's hand. A long, long time and As I knelt beside his bed My heart was thrilled at what he said If I go 
or if I stay, the victory's mine. I'm a winner either way, if I go or if I stay, for I'll still have my Jesus each passing day. I'll have my healing hair below, oh life forever if I go. So praise the Lord, I'm a winner either way. None of us really knows about tomorrow. We must prepare to go to heaven any day. So while we're here, let's trust the Lord. He'll lead us safe to heaven's shores. And by His grace, we'll be a winner either way. I'm a winner either way. If I go or if I stay, for I'll still have my Jesus each passing day. I'll have my healing hair below, oh life forever, if I go. So praise the Lord, I'm a winner either way. As you get older, you start thinking about your legacy. What kind of a legacy are we going to leave? What are people going to think about us after we're gone? Which won't be too long for me because I'm 88. So uh, I was just talking to Dave a little bit ago, and I was watching on TV uh, a special on PBS channel, and it was uh, Frank Sinatra singing some old songs when I was young. Frank Sinatra, Bing Crosby, Perry Como, all these guys uh, were popular singers. You, you young people don't know about them, but that's all I heard when I was young. And uh, I saw the special he had over in London, England. And boy, he was just a picture of confidence. I mean, he's moved around the stage here and just, you thought, man, this guy has got it all together. He is really, really, some confident person. He must really be uh, have it confident in his inside. And I run up on the internet, Frank Sinatra, and I found out he tried to commit suicide three times, married to Ava Gardner. And he he uh, he didn't have it all together, you know. And I I'm thinking of a legacy a person leaves. And I was thinking back here in church that there was a man that got up and said, uh, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O God, my strength 
and my redeemer. This fellow was on the invasion of Normandy. And he said that some of the guys had so much baggage on them that they would drown getting off the landing ship. A legacy that he left, he always was the same. Talking to Dave, we're talking about Vic Jordan. And talking to his son Dave, and he said he was always the same. He always knew where he was at. And uh, Lucille, they were super nice people. I was, I was thinking a little song here as, uh, as an older person. I don't regret the time I've lived with the Lord. And I don't regret the days I've trusted in his word. The years have all gone by, many days without a song. And I don't regret the time I've lived with the Lord. I've dreamed many dreams that never came true. I've seen them vanish at dawn. But enough my dreams have come true to make me keep dreaming on. I prayed many a prayer and so no action to come. I waited so patiently and long, but enough of my prayers were answered to make me keep dreaming on. I've sowed many a seed that fell by the wayside for the birds to feed upon, but I've held enough sheaves to make me keep sowing on. I've trusted many a friend that left me alone, and enough of my friends have been true blue to make me keep trusting on. I've drained the cup of disappointment and pain, many days without a song, but I've sipped enough nectar from the roses of life to make me want to live on. And I don't regret the time I've lived with the Lord, and I don't regret the days I've trusted in his word. The years have all gone by, many days without a song, and I don't regret the time I've lived with the Lord. It's good to be here today. I appreciate Brother Dan, those words and that song. I appreciate each song that's been sung. I appreciate so much. I appreciate Sunday school. We had a very spiritual Sunday school this morning. And even the fellowshipping that we've had seemed like it's just been extra special and just so much love and presence of God. And uh, Thank God for the baptizing we had yesterday. Boy, it was filled with the Holy Spirit. And I thank God for those who were baptized and those who came and attended the baptizing. Uh, boy, it's just been special. And just being here today, I thank God for what I feel this morning. It's good to be in the Lord's house. Uh, a choir singing, a special singing, a testifying, a opening up. It's just all been a blessing. I have two places I'd like to read in the scripture this morning. I'd like to read uh, again from the 10th chapter of the book of John. That's the portion I opened up with this morning. And then I want to turn and I'll read from the fifth chapter of the book of Romans. You might want to just mark both places. And uh, so in the tenth chapter of the book of John, uh, starting at the ninth verse, uh, I want you to pray this morning. Again, this is John 10 and 9, where I'm starting at, and then I'll be going to Romans chapter 5. 
So John 10 and 9, Jesus said this, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved. Now, you know, that didn't say maybe. He shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. The thief cometh not but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. Now, listen to these next few phrases here. I am come that they might have life and that they might have it more abundantly. I want to use a subject this morning for text, God permitting, a more abundant life. Think about that. Keep that in mind. A more abundant life. Okay. And so then we'll look over here into the book of Romans. We'll read over here before we get started preaching. And this ties in together. I want you to pray very earnestly and listen. Verse 6, chapter 5, verse 6 in the book of Romans. For when we were yet without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet peradventure for a good man some would even dare to die. But God commendeth his love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Now, verse 9 says, much more than, this is part of the more, much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him. For if when we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, here's those words again, much more being reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. And so that's probably enough reading right now. I might touch on some more later. Uh, but I'm glad that I'm saved by the grace of God. I'm glad that I have eternal life. But when Jesus Christ was talking over there about he came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. Well, when I got saved by the grace of God, uh, I was eternally made alive. I have the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost in my soul. So that's complete. That's a done deal. But as I've lived and I've gone through life, and it ties in with the song that Brother Dan was singing, uh, there's been some disappointments in life, and uh, there have been some things that have been negative as I've gone along the road. And Job said, man born of a woman's few days and full of trouble. Uh, so we know those things are true. But the psalmist said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. Praise God, he restoreth my soul. I'm telling you what, uh, we can have a more abundant life if we'll follow the Lord. Uh, that's what I need to preach about this morning. First of all, to have that, you've got to get saved. If, you don't, if you're not saved, you don't have life, and you don't have uh, abundant life either. If you're not saved, you're dead in trespasses and sin. Now, I want you to really pray this morning. I like to see uh, a couple of things happen here this morning. Uh, especially, I like to see somebody get saved. Nothing better than seeing somebody get saved. I like to see that happen. But uh, there are people here this morning uh, that are probably, and, and this is the way I feel, uh, I expect there's some folks here that are really saved but not where you need to be with the Lord, missing out on the abundant life. And uh, so when you find out that you're saved by the grace of God and you really know it deep down in your soul, much more, verse 9 says, much more being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath. Uh, by, uh, saved from wrath by him. We shall be saved from our enemies. And so I want you to pray this morning. I, I like to get where I can preach and have power and, and preach powerful this morning. God's been so good to us. And if you're here today and you've been saved by the grace of God, uh, what are you doing with your life? 
Are you having an abundant life? Well, what's abundant mean? Uh, it just means extra special, just overflowing. I'm telling you what, uh, somebody might say, well, I'm saved and I try to live for the Lord, uh, but things aren't going just right. It's, it's not talking about uh, having a, a million dollars in the bank. It's not talking about having uh, the best car that's on the market. It's not talking about having the finest house that's on the market. It's talking about having the peace of God down in your soul. It's talking about being able to talk to him day by day. I'm telling you, Brother Dan, when we go through life and when troubles come and problems come, uh, I've talked to folks uh, that were right on their deathbed. And uh, those folks, uh, not a one of them, I'm talking about Christian folks that I've talked to that was on their deathbed, not a one of them wanted to talk to me about all their accomplishments so life didn't want to talk to me about the wealth they've accumulated. Uh, that wasn't what they had on their mind. Uh, they just uh, wanted to talk about how good God had been to them. And, uh, they want to talk about that legacy you were talking about. Uh, I've talked to people getting ready to die. They say, Preacher, I hope uh, that I've been a, a light and uh, left a testimony for my people. And uh, a lot of them would request. They'd say, When I die, I said, Want you to preach my funeral. I said, Done told the family. When, when you preach my funeral, I've had this said to me over and over again, Brother Roy. I've had people say to me, uh, I Don't talk too much about me, uh, but uh, tell them about Jesus. And tell them about what Jesus done for me, uh, my friend. So, we go on down through here. Now let's get a few more things here. Go down to verse 17. It says, for if, and this is still in the fifth chapter of the book of Romans. It says, for if by one man's offense, death reigned by one. Much more, that, that more again, much more they which receive abundance. Uh, talking about more abundance. Uh, those which receive more abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by one, Jesus Christ. Now, uh, how can you reign with Jesus Christ? Uh, you can serve him. You can live for him. You can do what he wants you to. I'm telling you what, uh, Jesus Christ is reigning on the throne in my soul. Uh, but if I don't get the flesh out of the way, I, I don't get to reign with him. Uh, but if I uh, get the flesh out of the way, uh, Cooper, if I put myself in the background, you know, it takes sacrifice in a little bit. Uh, it takes sacrifice in the flesh. Uh, Apostle Paul said, I die daily. Uh, Johnny, Apostle Paul, great man that he was, he had things that confronted him daily. He had to make some sacrifices. He had to put some things behind him. Uh, I'm telling you what, the Bible said, choose you this day whom you will serve. Well, now, that's more complex maybe than you think about it. Uh, uh, it just means from your heart, are you going to put God first? But let me, let me kind of itemize it a little bit. Uh, when you're talking about uh, choose you this day uh, whom you will serve, uh, choose what kind of uh, job you're going to do. I know we all need to make a living. I want to give you an example for something once. I had a good friend one time. Now he was uh, working and uh, making a pretty good living. He was coming to church, though, coming pretty regular, uh, really enjoying his salvation. And then his job changed. He got put on a different job, and they required him to work Sundays. Boy, that just grieved me because I missed him in church. And I, I was talking to him one day, and he said, Boy, I wish I could come to church, but they re require me to work Sunday. But in process of our talking, uh, he said, You know, he said, I, I might not should have applied for that job. And, and I said, Wait wait a minute, what are you talking about? He said, well, you know, when I changed jobs, he said, this job come up said, was a lot more money than the other job. He said, I might not should have, uh, should have applied for it. I said, oh, buddy, I, I said, uh, you could have had a job where you could still come to church every Sunday, uh, but you uh, gave that up uh, to get a job where you got to work every Sunday. I said, buddy, I, I'm not trying to be critical or judgmental, but I said, that was a bad choice. Uh, he began to weep. He said, uh, I've been uh, thinking about that. He said, I'm going to have to try to get back on my other job. Sir, 
We need to choose uh, what we do as we go through life. We need to, uh, to choose uh, where we go and what we do. Uh, we even need to choose where we live. Uh, I wouldn't want to live in a place I couldn't go to church. If I lived in a place that I couldn't go to church, I'd either be trying to get me a church started or try to find me another place to live where I could go to church. I like to go to church. I like to worship God. I, I like to have a more abundant life. I, I like to tell my people about Jesus. Uh, down over here, uh, let me get a few more of these things. Boy, you pray. I, I feel like you're praying real hard but I want you to. Now listen here. He goes on over here in the sixth chapter in the book of Romans. It says this. I said, uh, But in that he died, he died unto sin once, but in that he lived, he liveth unto God. Likewise reckon ye also yourselves. Get this part. This is what I want to get. Likewise reckon ye also yourselves uh, to be dead indeed to sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Let not therefore sin reign in your mortal body, but that ye should uh, uh, obey the lust of so what's it talking about? Uh, we got two choices. Uh, we either let the Lord reign in our life and we have a more abundant life or we let sin take control of our life and we lose out on all the good things of life. Uh, I'm telling you what, uh, I, I, I like the things that God's got for us spiritually. Uh, God uh, gives us things naturally. Uh, God does good things for us. Uh, I've always had more than I needed. Uh, I've never gone hungry. Uh, I've never gone naked. Uh, but I'm telling you where my real treasures is at today. Uh, I've got the more abundant life uh, in uh, my everyday living. If I put God first, uh, I get the abundance of it. Uh, it's overflowing. He makes your cup run over. Uh, but it's your choice. Uh, you've got to choose what you want. You've got to make an effort. You've got to uh, reign. What it talks about over here, I need to get this other one here a little bit more. Uh, get on it. Likewise, reckon ye also yourself to be dead unto sin, uh, but alive through God. What's that reckon talking about? That means calculated. Uh, it means something that's added up. Uh, it means uh, something that's on the account. It means going down through the account. You know, in the, this day we live in, we use the word reckon uh, kind of carelessly. Uh, you say, well, are you going to uh, go? Are you going to go out and eat after church? You say, well, I reckon. That means we guess or we think we might or we maybe we ought to. That's not what the word reckon in the Bible means. Uh, the word reckon means to be accounted. It means uh, to be added up. It means I've looked at all the facts and all the figures and this is actually what it says and this is what it means. We reckon uh, that we've passed from death unto life. So we know that because of all the evidence of God in our life. Uh, so let us lay aside the things of this world. Uh, let us live for Jesus. Let us have power with God. Boy, I appreciate the power God's been giving this church. Uh, and so many people's commented on it. I said, preacher, uh, God just give us uh, such a, like a revival season. We've had Holy Ghost meetings, had powerful spirit. Uh, people have been coming. Boy, I praise God. That's the Lord. It takes him to do that but God gives us a little part in that if we're not paying attention if we're not putting ourselves in the background putting God first that wouldn't be happening and so God's been blessing the church to move good but we need to be careful you say well preacher if we've been moving so good why are you preaching like this this morning that's cause what's what God give me I don't pick it out or figure it out I just have to preach what God gives me somebody here needs to get in this morning somebody needs to get right this morning are you going to serve God are you going to be a light to those around you? Are you going to leave a legacy for your people? Are you going to help somebody? How can you help somebody? Uh, get in and enjoy the more abundant life. Get saved, first of all. And when you get saved, after you're saved, live for Jesus the best you can every day. Come to church all you can. Uh, put the other things of the world aside. 
And so that's probably enough preaching. I'll not preach too long, but get you a song ready, Brother Bill, and, and listen to me today. If you're here today and God's speaking to your heart, if you want that abundant life, if you want to feel the joy and the peace in your life, uh, get in. I'm telling you what, I remember one time in my life some years ago when I was out of fellowship with God. I wasn't out doing ungodly things, but I just wasn't following God, wasn't living for the Lord. I remember sitting in the church house. I remember God speaking to me, and boy, my heart was pounding. I thought, boy, I, I don't want to go up there in the front. I'll, I'll kind of be embarrassed. But I'm telling you what, God stirred my heart, and when I come to the altar, I wasn't embarrassed. I was happy. When I repented and I got back in, I, I could feel God's love overflowing in my life. I started enjoying the abundant life again. The abundance of God's grace and mercy started overflowing in my life again. Let's all stand and sing whenever you get ready. But I'd like to ask you, whatever your case is today, please come. If you're here and saved, not where you need to be with Jesus, come and repent. Get in. Let God bless you and help you. Don't be uh, shy or ashamed, but come right now. Time's running out. Time's getting past. We just got a little time. We need to use it to the glory of God. Are you willing to take a stand for Jesus today? Are you willing to take a stand for Jesus today? Right here, right now. Are you willing? Are you willing? to let the abundant life that God offers you? Are you willing to let it show up and shine in your life and help somebody? Would you come and pray? Come on. Come on. Let's obey the Lord. You don't have to be a, you don't have to be an outlaw or a bad person to need to come to the altar. I just used myself for an example. I don't guess that anybody would have said I was a real bad person when I was out of fellowship. But it was bad in my life. It was bad for me. It was bad for the folks around me because I couldn't help them. But when I humbled my heart and I said, yeah, Lord, help me. And I came from where I was seated and I bowed and the church prayed with me and I, I got forgiveness and I got the joy back. See, when you're saved, you got eternal life. You don't lose your salvation, but you can lose the joy of it. I lost the joy of it. The abundant life, I couldn't feel it anymore. But once I came to the altar and I repented and God stirred my heart and forgave me and run my cup over, I was glad I come home. I was glad I come home. Would you come home today? Would there be one here that needs to come home? And if you're lost and God's calling, by all means, come to the altar. But it seems like my focus has more been today on the abundant life that we can have as God's children. I believe somebody needs to come this morning. I can't judge anybody's heart. Wouldn't want to. When I was a young preacher, I asked God to let me see in people's hearts. God chastised me a little bit. He said, son, you don't know what you're asking. That's the most foolish thing you ever ask. If you could see in people's hearts, you wouldn't know what to do with it. And you couldn't stand it. You couldn't survive if you could see in people's hearts. And God said, I'm the one that looks in the hearts. I search the hearts. He said, all you need to do is just humble your heart and follow the Holy Spirit. And if I got something I want you to say, I'll give it to you. You don't have to figure it out. And I said, yeah, I'm sorry, God. I asked the wrong thing. 
but I learned from it. Boy, somebody needs to move here this morning. How do you want your life to go from here forward? Sometimes people get too focused on looking how it's been in the past and the devil will try to confront you with that and he'll try to confuse you and try to say, well, you look here, you've done this, you, you know, might as well just give up. But I want you to know in the Lord we have victory. We have victory in Christ Jesus. Would you accept the victory this morning? I'm going to ask him to sing another song. <coughs> Would you please come? Would you please come? Come this morning. Let God bless you. Let God help you. Let God stir your heart and give you power to live for him. Please come. Please come. Obey the Lord this morning. Obey this morning. Please obey the Lord. Do you know Him? Are you living like you know Him? Are you serving Him like you should? Please obey the Lord. things I'm hard need to do with the heads bowed and eyes closed. Let me just talk to you this way. Sometimes just a little movement, just a little recognition, just a little honesty kind of breaks the ice. If you're here today and you're saved, but you're not where you need to be with the Lord, not been serving Him, not been following Him, not been enjoying the abundant life, and you need the prayers of God's people, and you know deep down inside that you need to come home, would you just raise your hand Say with that, pray for me. Would you? I appreciate that hand. Oh, I appreciate those hands. Would there be another one? Anyone else? I appreciate that hand. Would there be one more? Oh, it touches my heart. Let me talk to the lost now. I know I didn't preach much to you that's lost, but God might have spoke to you anyway. He can do that. If you're here and lost today, you know you get, need to get saved and you want the prayers of God's people and you feel like it, would you just raise your hand, say for that, pray for me. I don't see any hand raised to that. Open your me, me eyes, raise your heads. I'm going to ask for another song. But before, before they sing, I want to say this. I appreciate your honesty. I'm not trying to pressure you, not trying to twist your arm or anything. But I thank God for people with honest hearts who will just admit where they're at. Now, that being the case, if you feel just a touch of God's still small voice working down inside, would you take the next step and just step out from where you're at and come down, let's pray, and let's just get this fixed this morning. You don't have to go home uh, with it still broken. You can, you can go home with it fixed. God's able to fix it where you can enjoy that abundant life. 
where you can have power. You know, when I was out of fellowship with God, uh, it was just a constant agony in me. I guess it's that way with everybody. I just was unsettled. I'd, I'd meet friends from church and I'd try to smile, act like I was doing well. But down inside, uh, I just, boy, I just wasn't doing so well. But when I came to the altar and I repented, church prayed for me. And I, I got forgiveness from God and then I told the church, church, I'm sorry, I haven't been where I need to be, but God's forgive me. I want you to forgive me. After I did that, boy, you talk about a weight off of me. I felt like I could fly. I felt heaven in my soul again. I want that for you today. While we sing this next song, if you're here and you're needing to come, please come. Please come. Your move, your choice. But why not? Why not just come and get it fixed, get it over with? I'm telling you, God knows everything. I appreciate the hands that were raised. I, I thank you for doing that. That blessed my heart. Thank you for being honest. Please obey the Lord. If you feel a little bit like coming, then come. If you're wrestling with it, if you feel a little bit like coming and you feel like you don't, you feel like you should, you feel like you shouldn't, that's probably God saying come and the old devil saying don't go. I urge you, just take that step and come on. Let's, let's get it fixed. Let's pray about it. Let God bless you. Bless everybody. See, when we obey the Lord, it blesses everybody. Follow the Lord. Please come. those good songs. I appreciate your prayers and your good attention. Appreciate the Lord passing by. Anything else on anybody's heart for worship before we turn over for possible announcements? All right, just be seated for a minute. And uh, anybody's got announcements? Okay, anybody's got announcements? Feel free to make them. We appreciate our deacon brothers going back. Okay, Sister Karen, the young people will pray the halls after church. Appreciate that announcement. Any others? I know some people notice Sundays I try to make an announcement for the church on Facebook. And uh, I had thought if the Sunday school teachers make comments below about uh, where you're studying at for the next week, if I see it, I'll, I'll try to put it. Appreciate that. I have a prayer request I'd like to make. There's a young lady, 28 years old, named Alexis Gordon. 
that passed on. I have her funeral at three o'clock this afternoon. And uh, she's uh, the connection that I have with her and her family's brother Roy Hunt. She's, uh, uh, she's the mother of three of Roy's great grandchildren. And so uh, really pray for that family. Pray for all of them. Pray for me as I uh, try to stand and, and minister in that funeral service. I really desire and need your prayers. And uh, maybe God and his uh, great power and wisdom, I would pray that he would touch somebody's heart. Okay, anything else? Member service time tonight at 6 o'clock. Thank you, everyone, for being here. Uh, we got a nice crowd. Thank the Lord for you. Glad you come. Keep praying. We got a lot of people needing to get saved, needing to get rededicated, needing to join church. Let's just keep praying. Okay, any other announcements? All right, if not, we'll ask everybody to see the stand. Uh, and uh, I will say this, uh, you know, I'm not going to ask to, uh, well, maybe I ought to. Maybe I ought to get to, uh, probably ought to with all the uptick in the, the COVID reports and so on. Uh, after that, uh, after that, we've had the dismissal prayer, just stay in your seat, if you will, and we'll let a couple of our deacons come row by row and release people so we don't get crowded up in too big of a crowd. Of course, they you know, when you go out, the offering plates are out there too. If you got something you want to put in the offering, you can do that. But uh, my concern right now is just, you know, being safe as we can. So after we have that uh, dismissal prayer, just wait. Let the deacons release you a row at a time so we don't get, you know, grouped up too much. Okay. Well, just ask, uh, ask Brother Barry to pray dismissal.